You gonna come join us? Oh, you are gonna come join us? They can go to the people. Okay. Really? You couldn't sit with your head on this side? Hello friends, and um, hello from my puppy dog. She's apparently gonna hang out with us. She's so cute. I cannot handle, side note, I cannot handle distance learning because my dogs sit here and they like stare at me the whole time like, please come snuggle with me. And I'm just like, I want to, but I have to teach a class. Anyway. Not related to anything we're talking about. What we are talking about today is how to get people on your email list. Not by talking about your dog. Unless your business is about your dog, but then you're probably not here. Anyway, hello friends. My name is Becca and I'm the music teacher over at Becca's Music Room on Teachers Pay Teachers and on the blog and on the Instagram and on the everything. And today we're gonna to talk about how to get people on your email list for your TPT shop. Let's get into it. We've been talking all about email lists and we've already talked about when you should start your email list, do's and don'ts about what to actually do and don't send your emails, how to send your emails, when to send your emails, all those good things. And today we're talking specifically about how to actually get people on your list. So if you have a Teachers Pay Teacher store, or if you don't, but you have some sort of email list, then let's get right on into it. So the magic sauce to getting people on your email list is something called a lead magnet. Now lead magnet is just a fancy word for freebie, but lead magnet just sounds so much cooler, doesn't it? So a lead magnet is what you offer people in exchange for their email address. Why do we do this? Well, because there's very, very few people who just want more emails in their lives. There's very few people who actually want more emails in their life, but people do like free stuff. So if you can offer someone something that they can get in exchange for their email address, they're much more likely to give it to you. Your lead magnet is something that is a freebie that you offer people. So this could potentially be anything, but we are gonna talk about some things that make your lead magnet like better or not quite as great. So let's get on into it. First of all, you do want it to be obviously something that's free. You want it to be high quality. No one is going to give you their email for like a one page worksheet because that's just not not great. You want it to be something that people actually want and actually would like to have. So this should be at the quality of your resources that are in your store. Don't make it the same freebie that's in your store, but do make it at the same caliber as what's in your store so that people know what to expect. Now, that being said, don't make it gigantor. I've seen this a few different ways. I've seen people giving away like a whole unit of something, which sounds good in theory. However, if it takes people a month to get through that unit, it's gonna take them at least a month before they're gonna need something else for that unit. Like if you have more in your TPT shop, then they're not gonna need it for a whole month. And by then they might've even forgotten who you were. The other thing is you don't want it to be ginormous. So you don't want like a hundred math worksheets because first of all, that gives the wrong impression. It gives the impression that you're just giving everything away. Secondly, people might not even use it. I experienced this personally. I found on a website, some ebooks that were like actual books in print of different folk dances and i was like heck yes because folk dancing is something i'm really trying to get better at because it's definitely a place that i'm not very good at so far and it's something i'm trying to grow and learn and all that stuff 
my point being, I downloaded like eight folk dancing books, printed them all out. Not at all, not at all. Because when I had it all done and printed out, I was like, holy cow, that is so much stuff. I mean, it was like a big old stack, big old stack. And I was like, I just, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to look at. It was just too stressful. So I didn't look at it at all. Now I have it, you know, in my closet cause I'm teaching from home. So all my extra stuff is currently in my closet and I do plan to look at it for like my next lesson planning session. I'll let you know whether or not I do, but the point being, if it's too much stuff, people will get overwhelmed and they just won't use it at all or they won't look at it at all and it just won't serve the purpose. Now, a good thing to do is to provide someone with a quick win. So here is my favorite math center. Cool, I can use it, you know, one day or you know, like morning work would be great. Here's morning work for one week. That's enough for me to try it, for me to like it, for me to implement it and for it to work, but not so much that it's going to stress me out. You also want that lead magnet to be related to your niche. We talked a lot about niche before and basically if you are new around here, your niche is what you sell in your store. It's your unique thing. It's the intersection of what you're good at, what you like and what people are willing to buy from you where they all come together is your magic niche. I personally teach elementary music and specifically my niche is like centers activities, book-based activities, which is killing it right now since no one can do centers and um, sub plans. I have lots of print and go sub plans. So those three are my top ones. That's what I see like pretty much every cha-ching that's been coming through. I would venture to add digital stuff since that's all I've been making because that's all that people have been buying. So that's kind of on there now, but that's where my things are. Other music teachers in my same niche are really good at bulletin boards. I'm not because I don't like bulletin boards because they take me away from things like lesson planning. Yeah, I like lesson planning and I don't like bulletin boards. They stress me out. I think I would like bulletin boards if it was all I did. Like if I didn't have to take that time away from prepping things for my lessons, I would like bulletin boards. But because it's like, I have to stop lesson planning to go put up a bulletin board, like that just, I'm like, mm, nope, 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 nope. Not a fan, not a fan. What was I talking about? And other music teachers in my niche are really, really good at like, folk song PowerPoints and different things like that. Now, yes, I have some bulletin board products and I have some folk song products, but those are not my main wheelhouse. They're not the things I focus on. They're not the things that get purchased the most. So you want your freebie to be related to your niche. So if you sell centers activities, centers activities would be a good freebie lead magnet. If you sell math activities for second grade, you want your freebie to be second grade math activities. You don't want it to be third grade English because the same person is probably not buying those two things. I mean, they might, but probably not. Make it as related as humanly possible. And a really smart thing to do is to not just make it related to your niche, but to make it part of a 
product line. So I have, as I've been getting better and smarter, I definitely didn't start with this, but you know, now that I know better, I do better. And when I started Becca's Bible class, my Bible teachers pay teachers store, I have um, a few different freebies, but one of them is one of my product lines. It's like a free version of one of my product lines. So people can try it out, see how awesome it is. And it's just like a fun little activity that kids can do quickly that helps them learn where the different books of the Bible are. And then they come back and they're like, oh, I can get sword drills about love for Valentine's Day. And I can get them about fear for when we're talking about fear. And I can get them for all these different categories because I have all these different categories, but the free one is linked to my email address. So people get to try it out, they like it, and then they come back and buy more stuff, hypothetically. The other thing is if they see it on Teachers Pay Teachers but they don't know how to work it, I can send them over to my email list, they can get it and try it out, and again, it's just another way for you to get that like, oh, cool, I like this, I want to buy it. So that's the really good way and what I would have done if I was starting now. Now, if you don't wanna send like an activity then another good idea would be a list of how-tos or helpful hints or ideas or something like that. So for example, if you sell a lot of math activities, you might want to do a list of math activities for fractions or math centers for addition. Those would be good things to do. So then you can have a list, you can explain lots of different things. This is a way to give a lot of content away for free and easily, and it will also match a lot of your stuff. So you can talk about it often, it goes along with a lot of your resources, and it just would help people out. It also makes sure you're attracting the right people to your email list because again, if you're selling second grade math, you don't want to attract fourth grade English because that's the wrong crowd. You want to make sure you're attracting the people that you want to attract to everything else. So your email list should fit in with your teachers, pay teacher shop, with your blog, with your YouTube, with your whatever you have, it should all go together. Other options for things like this could be how to have a great morning meeting or how to set up centers for the first time in art class or any of those kind of things could be very helpful to people if that's who you're trying to talk to. How you actually get your lead magnet to your people is number one, you have to set up your landing page. We talked about this in the video all about when you need to start your email list. Your landing page is just the internet page that people go to in order to actually put their email in. So I use MailChimp. I will link it down below. It is free until you hit a thousand subscribers. All you have to do is click create and then landing page and then you create your landing page and then you get the link that I actually put places for people to click on in order to join my email list. And then they go and they put their email and then they're part of the email list. Now that's just half of it. So that's how to get people onto your email list. Now to get people to actually get their stuff, you have to send them somewhere. So a couple of different ideas that you can do. Number one is that you can send them the resource in your first email. This is a really good reason to justify why you're asking for their email list. You can say like, where should I send this? And then you can send it in your first email. You could automate this, which I would highly suggest, which in MailChimp, you just click create, email, automated, and then welcome new subscriber. And you can change how soon it goes out to them. So you could do like as soon as they sign up or a day after or a week after. I would definitely say do it as soon as possible because if people are trying to get something for free, they want it like right the second. I know, really impatient about the free things, right? 
Um, but you want it to get out as soon as possible so that they are not sitting around waiting because they will send you emails and say, um, hey, I didn't get this email and I need my stuff which is totally understandable. Now the other option is you can link your landing page to the other landing page. So, so after they enter their email and click subscribe, then you can send them to another landing page where they actually get the file and you would just set up another landing page that way. So there's two different ways that you can send them. I don't know that one is better than the other, but they're both options. All right, and now the final and probably the most important thing about your email list is that you have to let people know that it's there. So talk about it, not just about your email list, but talk about your freebie, talk about your lead magnet, talk about it, post it on Instagram, talk about it on Facebook and not just once. No, no, no. Because people don't just see things once post it multiple times so that if they weren't there on Tuesday, they might see it on Friday. Or if they just subscribed to you yesterday, they can see it now, even though you posted it a month ago, post it again, talk about it again, make sure that everybody knows that it's there. And also it should be good enough that you want people to sign up for it because you're like, you have to have this. It's so helpful. The more helpful it is, the more you're going to want to talk about it. And also the more that other people will want to get it. If you have any other platforms, such as blogging, such as YouTubing, such as podcasting, talk about your email list. Talk about your email list. Talk about your lead magnet. Talk about it there anytime that it's relevant. This is one way that having multiple lead magnets is very, very helpful because you can kind of tailor it to different things. So for example, again, I teach elementary music. So I recently have put out two new lead magnets, one for teaching music from six feet away and one for Zoom lessons for elementary music. Yeah, very timely, I did that on purpose. And so now pretty much all of the blog posts I have been writing either talk about zoom lessons or teaching music from six feet away so in every single one i can say here's a free pdf guide where i talk all about this stuff and i have lots more ideas sign up for it and people get excited about that because it's really helpful and i get emails that are like oh my gosh thank you so much this is so helpful and i get messages from people that are like this is so helpful thank you so much because i put time and effort into it and really worked on it these have done really really well and again i have them where i can put them into pretty much anything that I have been making right now. As far as y'all go for TPT, I have a few different lead magnets for you. So down below, I always link and everybody gets the free PDF planning guides. I plan to update that soon to change it a little bit. So be on the lookout, but you can get those and print those out. You can also get, if you are brand new, I have a brand new TPT seller checklist. And if you've been around for a little bit, I have the roadmap to a thousand dollars, which takes you step by step and lets you know what you should do when in order to hit a thousand dollars on teachers pay teachers. And if you were wondering, yes, email list is on there and it is either two or three. It's like right up there at the top. I have a couple that happen at the same time and it's right up there. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can sign up on the link down below and then you'll know all about it. But make sure you talk all about it on your social media and on your platforms and just anywhere that you are because if people don't know about it, they're not gonna be able to sign up for it. They're not gonna be able to get it. And then you'd be like, why is no one on my email list? Cause they don't know you have an email list and they don't know you have this awesome freebie. So if you're looking to grow your email list, those are your biggest things. Create a lead magnet, make it really awesome. Talk about it everywhere so that people know you should be wanting people to get onto your email list because 
that's how you're going to keep in contact with them. I hope this video was helpful. If you have an email list or if you have a freebie, let us all know what your freebies are down below. I'd love to know your lead magnets and let me know any other questions you have about email lists because we will have some more videos coming out in October talking about email lists. We have a couple, um, I'm going to like switch it up because I don't, I'm trying not to talk about like the same thing for a whole month. So we're going to kind of break it up for a little bit and then we'll come back and circle around to it. So leave all your questions, comments, concerns down below so I can make sure to address them in a future video. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and you can subscribe to my email list down below. I will see you guys next week. Why do I always say next week? I post two videos a week. So like later, I don't know. Bye. She's breathing really loud. But only when I'm talking. I guess she's done with me right now. It's because I was talking about how loud she was. <laughs>